Hello, it's Donald from Curated CT, and this is Local Moments. One thing is for sure, recording these conversations accentuates my need to keep on track and for copious amounts of coffee. Fortunately, nobody is kinder than my next guest and friend, Bria Day, who at one point actually said she enjoys my pontifications even as I lost my train of thought. Don't worry, I've edited most of that out. A couple years ago, I met Bria through her baking. In fact, I hadn't met her at all when I first had a homemade cake pop from Disheveled Diva. It was delicious, and I had to have more. The rest, as they say, is history. But what I continue to appreciate about Bria is how easy it is to smile around her, how collaborative and supportive she is in helping me navigate my own startup. In fact, this past holiday, we featured a s'mores kit containing her homemade marshmallows, and this spring, we're taking it a step further, not only piloting a new grilled cheese kit showcasing her signature vanilla buttercream, we're announcing today that we're shipping nationwide, and the products are available for pickup in Colchester, Hartford, and South Norwalk. In this recorded conversation, I wanted you the chance to hear her origin story and a little bit more about what makes her noteworthy right from her. Several products, recipes, and Instagram videos were referenced throughout our conversation. You can check the show notes out where I've attempted to make those easy to find. Let me know what you think. You can find me at donald at curatedct.com or visit curatedct.com for more about Bria, Disheveled Diva, and it's where you can order your very own signature vanilla buttercream. I got through all that while making a single grilled cheese or buttercream pun? Enough said. Here's my conversation with Bria Day. Welcome, Bria. How Thanks, Donald. I'm doing well. How are you? Uh, doing excellent. I have a cup of coffee, so I'm, you know, what, what's that sign I, I saw years ago? Uh, instant human just out of coffee. Uh, that's mm. pretty much <laughs> the, the motto of my mornings. <laughs> well, Thank you so very much um, for talking with me today. I, I, it's always a pleasure to meet up with you. I've had the, the honor of getting to know you over the last couple of years. Um, in fact, I didn't realize until this morning, thinking back to the last year, this time last year, do you realize I was ordering and you were making uh, stuffed hollow balls? There's no way of editing all that out. Yes, in these like, bags. And, I, yes, <laughs> more coffee. And we were putting those in, the, in Lolly's reusable sandwich bags. They're going into the, the monthly boxes at the time. Oh, I can't believe that was a year ago. Oh, my I gosh. I can. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, touche. <laughs> well, I am just so, very, very excited to be talking with you today and to have, have you 
with me. Um, there's a lot going on for both of us. And so maybe we just dive in. But for those that don't know you, I, I just wanted to really make, make sure I, I start at the beginning and just maybe a quick, I don't know, like your origin story, um, how you got started. I know this isn't Disheveled Diva, uh, your, your, your business is not the only thing that, that you do for sure. Um, but uh, wanted to give you a chance just to tell us a little bit more about you. Sure. So I, I am Bria Day, <laughs> uh, founder of Disheveled Diva. It is, uh, I affectionately refer to it as my second full-time job. My full-time job is with Evernorth, which is a, a company of Cygnus. Um, and I started Disheveled Diva as a way to fundraise in the community for various nonprofits that I was already involved in um, pretty significantly on the boards of. Um, and in, uh, started in 2018 as, as like an, a modern day bake sale where I was uh, fundraising. And as a thank you for qualifying donations, I made bakes and my clients at the time allowed me to get very creative and I was able to test and learn a lot of recipes. Uh, then the pandemic struck and I, I often say that that's when everyone went into their kitchens and I got out of the kitchen and I tried to figure out what was this that I was creating because I had very successfully um, and very proudly raised thousands of dollars for area nonprofits. And that's when wow. I decided to get my cottage food license. Um, so I started doing cakes and that just sort of snowballed into realizing I liked to do lots of other things. I liked to do treats and I loved recipe development um, and I found a passion for curating the most exquisite ingredients. I feel like sometimes I spend most of my time looking at ingredients and taste testing products to um, only put the best in, in my products. Um, in 21, I realized I needed uh, a kitchen space that would allow me to expand outside of my home um, based on cottage food regulations at the time for how and where and uh, what I could sell. So at the end of 2021, I found a partnership with Birkins uh, inside the Wadsworth Athenaeum. It's been a fantastic relationship. And I expanded from just having a cottage food business to also having a commercial business. Um, and in 2022, I tested a lot of different things. I, I sub-baked, I uh, distributed more broadly. I, I had so much fun in 2022. So it's been a journey um, into 2023 as I continue to focus and hone where I really want to um, get serious about growing and expanding Disheveled Diva. That's beautiful. So you, you mentioned sub-baking. Uh, what is that? So I don't think it's a technical term, that just, um, but but I I had a really nice relationship with Story and Soil in Hartford and Middletown. Um, they were in need of a baker, and I was more than happy for a summertime to pinch hit and bake for their locations. Um, and it was a it was a really fun experience in being the the baker for um, very busy retail locations. Um, and I was grateful for the opportunity to help through that summertime. Excellent. Well, I can definitely relate to trying things out, throwing things at the wall. I know you've done a lot and you've rattled off a number of things. It's just incredible what, not only what you have done, what you can do. And every time I've had the opportunity of trying something you've made, it has been just incredible. I remember there's one time you had made a, I think we called it a gay quinceanera cake. <laughs> and I brought it over to a friend's house. It was 
the hit of the night. Um, yeah, I know. It was, There's like... it was for your birthday, right? <laughs> Actually, I got oh really crazy with the design and and it was sprinkle. my birthday last year. Yes. Oh my god, yeah. May first of last year. There's a lot that we're literally going back to a year ago right now. This is kind of wild. Yeah. So over over last year, I I did I tried so many different things from a business to business perspective and direct to customer. Um, I still love doing bespoke orders, um, but my focus these days is on packaged items. Um, that I will be able to wholesale like signature buttercream, like cheesecake jars, um, and also doing larger scale private events. I have to jump right into buttercream. Um, I'm so glad you mentioned that. It is something I, I, I could wax on your marshmallows and I've, I, we can come back to some of that stuff in the past. But buttercream is another one of those things where I know... I hear that word and my mind immediately goes back to high school working at Wildlands Bakery, uh, where I grew up in Maine. And I'm thinking about cakes and, and, you know, that, that rich frosting, but you have just opened my eyes to a whole new world of things because this is buttercream is not frosting. Right. And I hope I'm saying that correctly. Um, cause I really have had to learn, I've learned a lot and, Buttercream is is so much more than that. It's it's way more butter than than frosting at all. Um, and there've been so many uses for it. Well, anyway, I, I'm I'm blabbing off about buttercream. What is buttercream? How did you come up with this? Where does that come from? Sure. Just to specify, you're talking about Disheveled Diva's signature buttercream, which is its product. Um, so I would say yes, that for yes. anyone listening, buttercream is a frosting for sure. Broadly, that <laughs> is that is absolutely a true statement. Disheveled Diva Signature Buttercream is also a frosting, but over the years as I have worked on the recipe, I have found lots of different applications for it. Um, so I find that the the recipe that I've curated, um, pun intended, <laughs> is, a, is it's silky sweet. It's silky smooth. It's slightly sweet, not overly sweet, um, and it's butter forward. So I've tried it on fried chicken sandwiches, on egg sandwiches, breakfast sandwiches. Um, you know, I, we are talking today about how to use it also in grilled cheese sandwiches. Um, Absolutely. But, but while it is the same product that goes in all of my sweet dishes, um, I started testing it on savory applications and it's been awesome. Um, so I, I do sell it, um, in jars in limited quantities. Um, and it's made with all local dairy. It's, it's a very simple ingredient list. It's butter, heavy cream, milk, cane sugar, and this most exquisite Norohi vanilla, which is an organic, um, vanilla bean that is, is literally like the caviar of the vanilla bean, um, so it's all the Ooh. seeds. It's it's luscious. It's amazing. So yeah, and a little bit of salt. So it's ingredients you can pronounce. It's fresh ingredients. So it's it's a uh, it's not your traditional buttercream. I don't know. I've tossed. I've, I've toyed around with should I, should it be called something different because the connotation to buttercream is that it's very sweet. It's only used on sweets. But the when I look at the ingredient list the integrity of the product is a buttercream. So 
I'm open to feedback. <laughs> no, I, I love it. And I think what is so great about, and I, I, I go back to your, it's in your name, disheveled diva, the disheveled part, right? It's, it's like when I get a jar of your signature buttercream, I somehow instantly get permission to just do whatever I want with it. There's no <laughs> right or wrong and you can experiment. I think that's what's so fun about it. I, I, I'll mention one experiment. It was a bit failed and probably more so because of, of me than anything else and needing more practice. Uh, I tried making mashed potatoes instead of using uh, a part of our family actually makes uh, mashed potatoes with uh, a, a stick of cream cheese. And I thought, oh, what if, what if I use signature buttercream in this? And, and of course, it's, it's uh, the, the vanilla buttercream. Um, and it didn't turn out the way I thought it was going to. <laughs> but that's okay. That's the fun of playing around with it. Yeah, um, I've not tried it. Um, I think that the flavor profile that you would you would come to expect from taking a bite of mashed potatoes is savory and salty. Um, but I, I wonder if you tried it on sweet potatoes, either mashed or baked sweet potatoes, how that how that would be because it's a similar profile for sweetness. And then the expectation of the bite. It's like going to drink a glass of water and realizing that it's either carbonated water or Sprite. <laughs> You're like, oh, that's not what I expected. So I wonder if that was your reaction. <laughs> I think I think it's uh, I think you hit it. It, it was it, it got lost. It got it, the, the flavor got lost in the potato. Um, and and perhaps if over a baked potato or even you know a a, a a sweet potato, the, the butter would sort of sit on top and I would, I'd get the flavor of the butter and, and still enjoy the potato, um, together mixed. It, it, it kind of got, it, it got lost, I think. And mm -hmm. then I felt like I had to add more and more and more. <laughs> Not always a bad but, thing, uh, but I loved uh, experimentation. No. That's fantastic. It's, it's so, it's so fun. Um, and I think, I think that's, that, in a way, led or or certainly one of the the recipes that, that we had discussed a little while back was was a grilled cheese, mm -hmm. um, and I, I think part of this actually stems back to an, an event back in November. Was it November we were at Yale for that for that event? Um, October, and, November, some sometime around then. Yeah, and I remember there were other seasonings and other flavors that that you mentioned oh my god that would be incredible with the with the signature buttercream uh we were talking about shitto and and some of the other um spices and things uh, being made right here in connecticut uh nevertheless and so um that sort of sparked this idea you had mentioned to me grilled cheese and i thought well we've we've got cheese <laughs> we, we certainly have bread and i think this buttercream really is the secret weapon to making these grilled cheeses. <laughs> yeah, I think that I had made you at that event because I was sampling the signature buttercream on my rainbow challah. And yes. I think that I, I made you go over to Oshido and to Bama Fish Fry and get a little bit of their fried chicken, a little bit of this the heavy spice, and pile it onto one of my samples. And it was like the perfect bite of sweet and savory. It was so delicious. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And then we got talking about grilled cheese and how 
Well, I'm like on team mayo for making grilled cheese sandwiches as the exterior spread of the griddled bread versus butter. I think that with mayo, you get a, a darker caramelization and a crispiness. And so because of that, that's that's when it dawned on me that I was like, oh, I should try signature buttercream in this way as a mayo substitute. And it just was the next level of grilled cheese sandwiches for me. That's fantastic. In fact, I was just down with some family uh, recently with one of the prototyped boxes uh, with the, the grilled cheese kit. And I was, I had no idea, uh, my, my brother-in-law, it, it, this sparked like a 40 minute conversation about making grilled cheeses. And I had no idea how passionate he was about, uh, about you know, cooking in general, looking up videos and how to make it, you know, the best way. Um, it was so much fun. Uh, it really was, it was, it wasn't just a conversation starter, like in an awkward, you know, networking event. Uh, it was, it was a really awesome time to connect with, with family in a very different way. Um, and not to mention my eight-year-old niece loved it. And you know how picky some kids can be. Um, now we, we used American cheese in, in her grilled cheese to be fair, (laughs) but the buttercream was a hit. My sister-in-law was literally scooping it out of the container, the, the, the <laughs> scraping the, the bits in the jar with her finger and just eating it. Um, That's awesome. It Love was, to hear that. <laughs> they, were, they were just blown away. Um, and, and they were already team butter uh, in terms of, of making, making grilled cheeses. Um, but it was, it was a, it was a hit. Um, and I, I think I, I, again, I think this is just a, such a fun way of, of trying different things, getting, you know, the, I think that the, the cheese that we have from Cato corner is absolutely phenomenal. The, the is. cheese is delicious. They're the best. <laughs> and, and, you know, I, I, I think we got, we got, um, eight sandwiches out of the, the the loaf um in terms of the the bread i think we really slathered on the the uh the signature buttercream onto the bread um it was excellent we used the entire jar um you could do a little go a little bit heavier on the cheese maybe each sandwich you can get a solid six sandwiches out of this out of this kit um and of course we talked about uh they they really enjoy adding tomato and avocado mm-hmm. um and and other things that you can mix in there. Um, we also had a I, I made a, a tomato soup as well. That's the um, best combo. Uh, tomato soup really... and grilled cheese. That is childhood nostalgia right there. <laughs> Absolutely. And and I know I, we we've talked about the the timing of year because a lot of times people associate food with you know Isn't hot so... weather, cold weather. Yeah. And I'm weird. I I don't. Um, and I, and, and I, I knew, I knew you very much do, um, and got to thinking like, Hey, you know, you've got these, there are these grilled cheese trucks at farmer's markets. So people are, people are enjoying this stuff all the time, mm-hmm. um, year round. And again, uh, even if you, if you only make two or three of these grilled cheese sandwiches with the kit, you got a little extra cheese maybe for a little, like, uh, a little mini charcuterie board. Maybe you can toast up. I toasted up the ends of the bread actually to make uh, a, a very quick uh, crouton, if you will, for the soup. Um, and and if you've got a little extra buttercream at the end, you know, 
uh, my sister-in-law was already, Kristen was like, all right, I'm, this is breakfast. (laughs) (laughs) This is going on my toast. Um, There's just something about that sweet and savory combination. Mm -hmm. um, That's just, that's just so good. Um, And I I know we're been talking with Kwame with Oshido, we mentioned earlier. Uh, I have some of the vegetarian uh, Ghanaian pepper sauce. Um, so I, they, they tried that as well. I, that is absolutely my, my mm-hmm. I, I absolutely mm-hmm. love it. So, so I'm good. hoping as, <laughs> as soon as, as soon as Kwame's making more, um, we'll, we'll make that available to, to, to people in, in that way too, to get that out there. Are there other recipes or ways, maybe I can get, maybe I could share a couple of, of those recipes um, or, or other tips and hints that, that you have for using buttercream. What other uses have you had? Big fan of French toast. Um, so you can either oh. make French toast and then melt it on like you would butter. And, and if you want extra sweetness in addition, obviously use maple syrup. Fantastic. Um, I do have a recipe. It's a little bit buried on Instagram, uh, at Disheveled Diva on Instagram that is making a French toast custard bread pudding with signature buttercream in easier ways of using buttercream. I have had people tell me they actually really like it melted in their coffee. I'm a, I'm a black coffee drinker personally. Um, but I thought that that was pretty novel to your point of people experimenting with it. Um, so there's, you know, we're, I, I think the best recipes are user generated content and people coming back to me and saying, this is how I've used it. This is how I like it. Um, last summer, Disheveled Diva had a collaboration with Capital Ice Cream and Story and Soil at the Hartford Taste. And we, um, we offered, and you were there scooping ice cream. I remember it very <laughs> well. <laughs> Um, but that using was beautiful chaos in the making, it was, amazing. <laughs> I love that it, was it was so fun, <laughs> such a fun event. Um, but we topped all of the Sundays that we made instead of with whipped cream with signature buttercream, um, buttercream often isn't used as a Sunday topper. So again, it's another sweet application proving that it, it, it can be used as sweet, but I, I'm a, I'm a big fan of fried chicken and signature buttercream, um, or, or just grilled chicken and signature buttercream. There's something about that protein mix is really good. Also, as I mentioned at at the top of the, the discussion, egg sandwiches, um, using it on toast with an egg and a breakfast meat, whether it's sausage or bacon, but anything that has a, salty factor to it adding signature buttercream is really good i love your idea you know the, the feedback you get from people that's that's incredible i mean don't get me wrong i have a lot of people that just eat it cold with a spoon <laughs> so, so sometimes that's just what people have said that they're like we don't need to put it on anything we just eat it straight out of the jar so you do you you do you that's the disheveled diva way you do you <laughs> i glossed over this but i want to go back to the ingredients you you rattled them off earlier, and I think this is such a, a an important thing. I, I know it's important for me, uh, and and I clearly it's important to you. And that is, we talk a lot about quality, especially when we're talking about local. We're talking about things being fresh, and you know whatever that means in the in the right context. And I'm, I'm wondering, you know, you. you you gushed about the vanilla bean paste and how 
how good it is. And, and I, I know there's, there's an absolute difference every time people go back, even, even with, you know, we're talking, we've been talking about grilled cheese sandwiches. Everyone's had a grilled cheese sandwich, but when they have it with the, with the signature buttercream, it's this whole new experience somehow, you know, you've, you've listened to music your entire life, but all of a sudden there's this band that is just so different. The sound is incredible. And all of a sudden you just go, Whoa, I've never, heard this before um we all have those moments so what what role does the ingredients play and, and how how do you source those things how, how do you decide on on what to to include yeah so I, I i'm always testing ingredients the the current uh recipe profile that i'm using is using um butter from liuzzi down in hamden is using dairy from Oak Ridge Dairy. Wow, that took me a second. <laughs> In Ellington. <laughs> um, I guess I need more coffee, Donald. <laughs> so, oh, um, I'm using their right uh, milk and heavy cream. Um, so those three ingredients are all Connecticut-based um, local purveyors. And Domino Cane Sugar is what I use. So That's, that's wonderful. And I love the fact that you're sourcing locally. I, obviously that's, that's, that's a large part of, of my, my, my personal passion and, and, and everything. Um, but I, I think it's, it also speaks to the, the, the benefit. I think that not just buying local and all that means, but, you know, I, I, I always had this, this ongoing question in my mind, which is, you know, what, what does local mean? Um, and I, I'll have we'll we'll talk more about that another time. But I I think it's just wonderful to see how you and other small business owners uh, that I've had the chance to work with really do partner together, really do find ways to to work, um, and that community is just uh, to me so important. Um, so I think it's 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 incredible it, that the ingredients are making the product even better. Um, I love, I, I, you know, the fact that you, your recipe changes, I think is also incredible. You know, I always think of like something is as permanent, you know, Oh, this is insert, you know, a big box store product, you know, whatever you want to stop and shop or whatever. It's just that, that is what it is. Um, but things, things do change and evolve. Um, I'm not sure where I'm going with this, but I, I just I find all this just really fascinating uh, in in how things are are made and and the decisions we make and um, and, and and how we're designing products and, and putting things together. Thank you so much, Bria. I I think there's there's so much more that we'll have online. There is a lot that folks can see on curatedct.com. If you haven't already scoped out the gourmet grilled cheese box. And we're, we're also shipping out a, uh, a four-pack uh, of the signature uh, vanilla buttercream as well. Uh, so these are all things that uh, we're, we're piloting right now, um, thanks to Bria, uh, Kato Corner. So I'm really excited to, to get more feedback, get this out there into more hands and more people trying uh, and, and really discovering the difference. You can listen to us tell you how amazing it is, but... Try it out for yourself. The last thing that I like to end on with these conversations is asking your top 
three favorite local Connecticut things to do are. And of course, you know, whether there are things that you've done uh, or maybe your things on your CT bucket list that you really, really wanted to want to try and take your time. So, yeah. So, um, okay. So I love the outdoors. So I think that Connecticut has amazing hikes and trails and the state itself is beautiful. So getting out and playing and exploring, whether it's walking or riding your bike, um, I love, I love getting outside. So that's number one. Number two is eating. We have so many amazing restaurants. I don't think that I honestly, and this is not hyperbole. I don't think I've had a bad meal in the nine years I've lived in the state. Um, I also wow. love how there are so many smaller restaurants, whether they're mom and pop restaurants or they're smaller restaurant groups. The food scene in Connecticut is fantastic. And number three, which is not very fair to the state of Connecticut, but it's also why I love it here, is the proximity to go other places by getting on public transit or just a quick drive. You can be in so many different topographies in the state and exploring so many cute towns. There's so much to offer from like a tourism standpoint. Being being a tourist in your own state is really fantastic. Whether you want like a more urban feel going to New Haven or closer to the city, Stanford, Norwalk, um, or if you want something that's more country and going out to Litchfield or, or the Northeast corner of the state. So I, I love the state. There's so much, there's so, so many great things about Connecticut. Well, thank you. Um, thank you for having me. And I'm so absolutely. excited about this box and this collaboration. Really excited to see what people think and to see where this goes. The little pilot me that could. Too. Yes. We're making it happen one day at a time. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right. Take care. Talk to you soon. Thanks.